This election campaign is in full swing, although uh, the liberals can't be too happy about the fact that uh, their media bus drove underneath their campaign plane yesterday and scratched the heck out of the wings. So that's grounded. Now they've had to get another campaign a plane to take them around to their engagements, but it doesn't have all the slogan all over the side of it, which was choose forward. I think the bus driver should have chosen a reverse but at least he's on board with the campaign slogan, as I said before. Uh, micro-targeting voters, that is what this election is going to be all about. It's a, a way for um, MPs to get a leg up and basically uh, give you uh, things from their campaign that is going to resonate with what's important to you. So they allow you to see what they think you are going to like in their platform. I don't love that because I want access to the entire platform, not just a piece of the picture that will appeal to me. I want the good and the bad so I can weigh out if I really want to, you know, connect with this person and this party for another, uh, you know, four years. Makes it sound like I'm voting liberal, which is not the case, but... um, I'm just using liberals as an example here. So election advertising is going to be largely done in the digital space this time around. We're hearing that a third of MPs have trackers embedded on their official websites that could allow them to target visitors with campaign ads to find out exactly how this technology works. We're joined by David Shipley, our friend and 640 Toronto cybersecurity expert and CEO of Boceron Security. David, welcome to the program. Good to have you on again. Good morning from Boston. Well, how how are the beans? Uh, good. All right. <laughs> how does this technology work? This technology is part of sort of the e-commerce and surveillance technology that's pervasive across the web. So little tracking cookies are deposited every time you go to a website, you do a Google search, et cetera, and that includes political websites. And, you know, it's part, it's the tip of the iceberg of the massive data collection operations that political parties at the national level are now running that would shock most Canadians, the level of detail gathered about them, the way that those parties use those details to target specific messages to them and their absolute unaccountability for their practices. Now, I think it's really interesting. One of the shocking things about this CBC story was the New Democratic Party. Uh, the MPs had far more trackers attached to their websites than MPs from any other party. Now, these web tra- uh, website trackers, they're not illegal. No, uh, in fact... Um, they're, they're quite legal. You should disclose to users that use them, although political parties, it's important to note, have carved themselves as exempt from the law. Any existing privacy protections that Canadians have, which have, have as many holes as Swiss cheese, they don't even apply to political parties. So they can do whatever they want to collect as much information they want about you, and they can do whatever they want. So what kind of information are they going to collect from um, a, a tracker? Well, from a tracker code, it can, for example, infer that, say, you visited your local MP's website and then you did some Google searches around, say, particular policy items. That information can be captured and then used in ad campaigns to say, hey, we notice you're interested in this issue. This is where we stand on that particular issue, um, which is interesting in some respects, but can be creepy if you were just searching around for issues 
um, to get an understanding of all parties' positions, and then went just to look up your MP's phone number on their website, all of a sudden they now know this is something about you. And that is, as you said, the tip of the iceberg. They have sophisticated data collection um, processes that actually take this web tracking information, take information that campaign volunteers gather when they're doing phone calls or in-person visits, and assumptions about you that they gather from data from third parties that have been collecting information, um, maybe from mobile apps or websites, that you agree to but never realize when you consented to the terms of service. All right. I'm guessing they're going to try and spin this as super serving you. Oh, absolutely. Um, In the same ways that e-commerce folks try and talk about the convenience. But at the end of the day, this is about power and gives them a far greater power to um, divide audiences. And it doesn't necessarily speak to good national level policymaking because you're trying to chase all these micro-targeted audiences. The biggest thing, too, is they're gathering a lot of what I would consider very personal insights into people's political preferences and they're keeping it, and they're not securing it. Political parties aren't accountable to privacy laws, and there are no security requirements on them whatsoever. And these political parties get breached all the time. Their security habits are atrocious. David, are they, like, creating a database that isn't really secure that anybody could go into? Well, they, they often create huge databases about who votes for who, what ridings you're in, who you're connected to. Uh, It would shock most Canadians what they have on you. Um, And then they don't intentionally leave these wide open, but they're often not resourced properly. There's not a single political party at the national level that has a chief information security officer working full-time protecting that information. And so it's, um, it's pretty wild what they get away with. The only province with real laws protecting citizens is British Columbia, mm. where the political parties are actually subject to the privacy laws, and there's been cooperation between the elections officials and the privacy officials to rein in the parties. But at the national level, it's carte blanche. Okay, so now that we know, because you, you, during the election campaign, a lot of people want to make sure they're as best informed as they can. They might go to an MP's site to find out which each of the MPs stand for, and this is where they would encounter these trackers embedded into the official websites. What can we do to avoid being tracked? Well, technologically, you can use browsers like Firefox. Firefox is doing a great job blocking tracking cookies, blocking advertisements, um, really protecting your privacy. And they're probably the furthest ahead of any browser out there. The worst browser to use is Google Chrome because they're actually taking steps to make it harder for you to prevent this kind of tracking because that's Google's business model. So if you want to protect your privacy, use a browser like Firefox. David, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. You're always welcome. Enjoy Boston. Thank you. All right, David Shipley, live to us, coming from uh, Boston. I don't know what he's doing there, but I'm sure he's keeping it safe. It's 640 Toronto cyber expert and CEO of Boceron Security. He gets around. Guys, always, he's, he gets around more than Trudeau. Trudeau's flying everywhere, or at least trying to.